welcome back to another episode of Teacher Talk, where two young black teachers discuss all things education. I'm Rianne. And I am Jamila. Happy New Year, people. Yes, happy 2021. Boy. And it just doesn't feel much different to 2020, does it? It literally is like, yeah, it doesn't feel any different. It's the same thing, different day. But I feel like even just the years now are just rolling into one. Um, School-wise, we're on term two. So the only thing I can think of is the rest of the year is going to go quick. Because we've just gone through the hardest term ever i think it was the hardest term overall out of all the years i think definitely yeah i think especially because you just moved to a new school yeah um yeah i think you're already having to learn the ropes of being in a new school and simultaneously with that obviously in all of the covid restrictions and regulations and all of that stuff i feel like that just adds another dilemma to the mix yeah. i feel like the experience would have been much different had there been no covid exactly. but covid has really like flipped the switch on us literally yeah. flipped the switch yeah it's still i remember we did an episode like when we first got back talking about covid but i feel like the whole situation has just gone worse i think this term even speaking when i got home speaking to some teacher friends at home um it just seems, it was even that thing where we were saying the phrase I heard a lot was, I feel like I'm in my NQT year again, because mm. I just felt like I was in my NQT year again. All of a sudden you think, right, you, you know, I've been teaching for X amount of years, I know my stuff, but in comes Google Classroom and all these other things where you're like, hang on, you're just completely thrown off, but then there's zero time to learn it everyone else is like super busy super stressed so then you're you almost don't even know where you can go so i just think yeah the whole impact of covid damn uk like covid i just feel like COVID, like a person you just want to knock them out it's just like when are you going away but then it's almost like when is you know this whole school's kind of going back to normal I think even for me as a music and drama teacher just not being able to do you know the actual fun stuff of you know practical work and plays concerts all of that stuff yeah that must be quite difficult yeah is pretty non-existent but I think you know today we want to just even think about ways teachers we can think about our mental health and go into this term because it's going to get worse before it gets better agreed um, definitely. definitely and i just remember when i got back home how tired i was i was speaking about it today because we've gone back to school while we're recording on a sunday so gone back to school um, in the UAE today. And I just talked to my friends about just the tiredness. 
that I had in the first two weeks of the holiday. And if you think about it, here we've got three weeks off, um, at home we've got two. But I remember every Christmas just being so tired and taking a week or two to recover and then bam, the holidays are over. So what can we do now as teachers to kind of avoid that burnout this term? Mm, I think that's a good question, but I think, I mean, we can do things as individuals, but really I think what's required is for actual schools to take on staff well-being as a real thing, to ensure that their staff aren't burnt out, and so instilling things in the sort of staff community whereby mental health is a priority. Um, so like reasonable deadlines and things like that I just feel like giving teachers enough time to do things would actually help their mental health don't ask me on Monday to do something for Tuesday if it's going to take me three days to do it I'm just saying and when you've got a full timetable this is it it's it's too much and even with like the remote learning and the online learning like if you want something done explain it in thorough details that teachers can then do it Mm. um but I feel like teachers just need to be kind to themselves and just realize that we actually can't do everything just like in a normal school day or a normal school term we cannot do everything it's probably more important now to acknowledge the fact that we cannot do anything and just set reasonable goals and targets for yourself Mm. and that could literally just being something simple like uploading all of your online lessons by I don't know 4 p.m every day for the next day something Mm. like that something as simple as that it doesn't always have to be upload all my lessons for the week no no by Monday morning like honestly sometimes day by day this is that's literally I think that's how I went into last term as well I was like well I'm gonna take it day by day because I was trying to put pressure on myself in week one being like well I need to have um you know this whole schemes of work planned and that's six to seven lessons when it's like hang on just take it day by day and I remember one teacher in my NQT year because I was trying to when you know when you get a free period and it's even like how do I make the most of my free period and I was like, actually, she said to me she was like Rianne just write down one to two one to three things to achieve in that hour but I think also it's trying to um we put pressure on ourselves of making our PPA time overproductive when sometimes when I've got a PPA time I just want to sit for 15 minutes this is it have a and have a snack yeah have a snack try and not do the snacks in January because I did that you know, but you just want to literally just, you know, when you have the brain fog and you just want to sit. Yeah, yeah. You just want a minute. You just want a minute. Yeah. And I've had times where I can't sit here and say over all these, I've made every free period productive because I haven't. Sometimes I've gone, I used to go to Sainsbury's. I remember once in my NQT, they had a free period and I'd go to the Sainsbury's, get myself something for the rest of the day because it's like, your whole day, as teachers, your whole day is dedicated to other people. 
and you're indoors all day as well unless you're doing like a break duty or a lunch duty you actually don't see outside like there's been days I've been teaching and I didn't know that it rained that day because I hadn't been outside I just didn't know I see the kids coming in all wet and sweaty and I'm just like what happened and I miss miss it was raining I'm just like I've not left the classroom I've not seen the outside world so I feel like just taking that time to yourself on a day-to-day basis is it's literally essential and even if you're not a teacher if you are still like working a job like if you are a nurse if you are doing one of those key worker jobs those jobs that do not sleep teachers nurses paramedics all of that good stuff take a minute it's like fundamental for your mental health otherwise the burnout is going to be is going to be real and it's going to be hard the crash is going to be just so hard and I feel like you can't wait for people to tell you oh have a break have a break you actually just have to tell yourself Mm. so I think a lot of people just think oh you're teachers this is your job this is what you're meant to be doing it's just like no we didn't sign up for being teachers during a pandemic this is this different circumstances this is not this is not when we did our NQT years or the PGC or the training whatever this was not a module this module (laughs) didn't exist there was no teaching under pressure module teaching during a pandemic remote learning module how to use google classrooms how to use this how to use that we are all literally learning it on the job and simultaneously trying to stay afloat so i think we just need to be kind to ourselves and yeah be kind to ourselves and try to just um measure our own expectations and the expectations of our colleagues so if you know you cannot do something and somebody's told you to do it for tomorrow just say sorry no I can't do it for tomorrow however I can do it first thing you know on Tuesday morning instead of Monday or something like that I just feel like we just need to be um realistic with our expectations about what we can achieve and what we can't achieve during this time and I think it's the same for the kids as well you know they won't be able to maybe achieve what they could achieve if they were in the classroom with us 24 7 you know so you also have to be kind to the students and give them like the benefit of the doubt that you know some things are not going to be up to scratch and that's just the nature of the world that we're living in right now Um, we already know as teachers just for some kids showing up to school is their best attempt you know just getting there getting on the bus or whatever their means of transport is that is them doing their best and I think I feel like because of all of the whole thing with COVID all of that stuff has gone out the window and it's just kind of remembering I've had a lot of times over the last half term I was just trying to think back and remember why I'm a teacher because you just almost think right this isn't gonna be over I feel like that is kind of that general feeling at the moment and I even just know even just being back home for those three weeks it was almost I just never saw anything mentioned about mental health of um, obviously for the sake of the podcast of thinking about teachers and people in education and students but just about the mental health and you know speaking to some friends saying oh, you know like their children were in one week and then off for two weeks because there was a case and it's even just the whole disruption that it's done 
to the mm. way education works, it's going to need a lot of time and effort that needs to be um, rebuilt as well. No, agreed. And I think what you're saying about kids being in one week and then being off for two weeks and then being in again and then being off for a lot of kids especially for those who have particular maybe um learning difficulties or things like that they actually need a sense of routine and actually the lack of routine can be very disorientating for some students so they like the fact that school starts at 8 45 and then lesson one starts at this time and lesson two starts at this time they get so used to the routine that actually when you take them out of it it does affect their mental health and I feel like again that is ultimately down to the government I feel like they just need to be clear and you know say I don't know like if you're going to shut schools consistently for like six weeks do it that's what I mean and do it you know don't say oh we're going to keep them open and then two weeks later or a day later say actually no we're going to close them for two weeks and then Boris is talking about oh maybe later we might have tougher restrictions in it's too much (laughs) literally it's too much it's too much too many t- it's too much yeah it's actually like the people don't know what they need to know i mean because we don't know anything and then being around the young people that they obviously look to us so it's just it's mentally a lot because you've, you're getting questions from them and you don't know the answers and then you're also trying to just figure out yourself because everyone's going through it you know mm. i can't think of it would be silly to say, oh, you know, this year mentally it's just, you know, been so great because really it has, like, it's tough. It is tough. We can't, I personally can't sit and say, oh my God, you know, last year it was amazing, amazing. Like, it was just, I remember even, you know, moving, trying to move during country during a pandemic. There were so many points where I couldn't even get excited about it because I was like, actually, am I going? There's you know, teachers like losing their jobs and things like that. And I was like, I might even not have a job at one point. And then all of a sudden it was boom, boom, boom. You're yeah, getting yeah. this week. And I'm like, oh, like I haven't mentally. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, so it's a lot. It has been a lot. Like you can't, um, I think even that's why it's important. Even for me now, January onwards, it's just putting in boundaries. Like you said, when you're getting last minute deadlines and things like that and saying do you know what I can't do that and I will do this by this amount of time and it's even just giving um one thing I'm learning is to not even give reasons for things not having to justify yourself is it don't justify the justification is in the action I can't do it done (laughs) that's what I mean it's even if you want to go home at three we just need to talk about this as well like teachers go home like you know I'm not doing I can say I'm not going to be working in the evenings going forward and on the weekends on a Saturday because that is again more burnout that is increasing burnout. if that's how you want to work brilliant but I feel like sometimes there's even that thing as where as educators we put each other down because we're not overworking ourselves but there's too much um glory in overworking yourself this is it people like to glorify overworking it's not it's not necessary why 
it's not necessary. You do, there is no shame in going home at 3.30. No. no. Or whenever school finishes. There's, there's no shame. And there's no shame in not getting in early either. Don't yep. get in early. Listen. I'm one of those people where if I get in early, I leave on time. And if I get in, like, on time, I can stay a bit later. Exactly. But I'm not doing the two ends of coming in really early and leaving really late. I'm not doing that. No, because that's, again, it's burnout. Over the years, even myself, when I've been unwell and I've spoken, when I've gone to the doctors and I'd say, oh, they're like, oh, what do you do for your profession? I say teaching. They're like, we see teachers all the time. They're like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just burnt out. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, here's me. Google's telling me I'm dying in 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, and the doctors are like, no, like you're just burnt out. And I'm like, oh, he's the teacher, he's burnt he's out. Teacher, you know, like just yeah, they're like yeah, teacher makes sense. And it's like we need to stop glorifying um, this whole overworking thing. You no, know, even just going through it throughout my career and thinking about conversations I've had with people. Oh, I got in at this time and I left at this time. I worked till this time. That time, it's like. Okay, do you want a merit? Do you want a star of the lesson? Do you want a sticker, a stamp? Because the they, only they want a TLR. They want <laughs> but it's like, okay, does what does this mean that you've you've overworked yourself and then you're the one paying for it? I never forget when I said to my friend in my NQT year, actually I did the same thing. I came and I was so tired on a Monday. And she was like, you've spent all Sunday working, haven't you? And I was like, yeah. She goes, that's why you look so miserable every Monday. And I was like, oh, wow. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> that's what I mean. But it's, it's true. I was there overworking myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just trying to find ways to manage your time like that. You, you really don't need to overwork yourself because... You know, what do they say? Teach Teachers, when they retire, they live for about, what, four to five years after or something? Yeah, they, they basically, after retirement, they die within, like, five years. Are you trying to be that person? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to retire at 65 either or 70. I'm trying to get out earlier than that. I'm sorry. It's not every day, nine to five. Sundays is best life. <laughs> sorry. No, but but the thing is, um, I know I'm not going to be in teaching at 65. No. Because that's not me. That's not my brand to be. That's not, that's it. That's not my brand. Year 11s for course. At 65. At 65. Woo! The Lord does not want that for me. Beyond doesn't want it for me. And how out of touch are you going to be with the young people when you're 65 and they're 15? 50 years difference. Let somebody else do the job. No. No. That's not me. That's not my brand. That's not my remit. That's not my space. No. I think I would even just be in teaching, really. I think Max, I was going to say 30, but 30s in, um, you know, won't say what you're... (laughs) No, because if I say what year, it's not your birthday is not that long after mine. <laughs> I know literally it's like a week apart. 
let's not let's not let's not dwell on that so i think max for me 40 max probably yeah um, yeah for me i'd say even 35 yeah so i was gonna say that but i just don't know I think 40 max, but 35 would be a good end point because then I would have done it for 10 years. Mm. I'm sure I started teaching when I was 20 something. Mm. By the time I get to 35, I think I've done my decade. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because, yeah, it's even for me, sometimes I think, will I be back? to teach in the UK and no rush darling yeah (laughs) oh oh, yeah definitely definitely not now there's no rush but I think even when I speak to a lot of the teachers out here the teaching wise is even a lot easier because you're actually getting through all your content but then sometimes I do miss my London kids because you're there actually feeling the impact yeah, 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 yeah. on the young people. I think especially being a black teacher, I really felt my impact um, in London. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's day by day. Go where the opportunities go. Yeah. Or go where the money resides. Okay. okay. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> where the opportunities are or where the money resides. Like. Oh. Each day is okay. Listen, it's yeah, it's true. We have to do things for ourselves. I think even when I think about before I was moving and I was toing and throwing with it, I was like, oh, you know, what about the kids? And I wasn't prioritizing myself. And I think this is the thing with teachers, we're so selfless. And we're not prioritizing ourselves a lot so i think even that's for me at this time like today i can say this is the first year going back to a new term where i actually slept the night before i wasn't oh, wow like you know that anxiety that you yeah. get work i didn't have any of it i was chill i was you know binge watching bridgerton I started watching that yesterday as well. Episode one, oh, that yeah. show is a mess. That's what I mean. Gossip Girl vibes. Shondaland really brought that to me. So I thought, yeah, chilled. And, you know, went to bed in my own time. Because I feel like even sometimes I can do the bread bedtime pressure. I'm like, I need to get to bed at this time. And blah, 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 blah. So, but then I wake up overtired because I'm anxious about how much sleep I'm going to get to focus at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas today, chilled out, like, you know, people are like, oh God, I had a terrible sleep. And I was like, actually I was fine because I just thought this term I'm prioritizing me and my well-being because the amount of times, holidays, when we do get a break, have just been ruined for me by how burnt out and run down I am. 100%. And there's so much more to life. You, you know, yes, we have a job. I'm so grateful to... But we are not the job. But exactly, we are not the job. And, you know, you don't need to show how grateful you are by burning out and then your health being at risk. Because burnout essentially will lead to serious health risks. 
Mm -hmm. We need to be prioritizing ourselves this half term. Our mental That's 2021. Prioritize Perfect. yourself. Put in those boundaries. Say no and don't justify it. Say, can I? Um, I wouldn't even say can I say I need more time. I will get this back to you on this day. Done. That's it. Yeah. Don't even ask. Just say, be direct. I think so. So I think a lot of the times there is room, there's always room for negotiation, but we never ask. I feel like that goes with like tasks at work, even like salaries, like there's always yeah. room to say, no, I'd prefer X, Y, Z. But because we always think things are set in stone, or we don't want to seem like we're being um, difficult, we yeah. just say, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. But actually the person probably doesn't need it till Friday, but they want you to do it earlier so that they have it earlier. <laughs> So actually, when they ask for it on Monday, you can even say, no, can I do Wednesday? Because they probably don't need it till Friday and everybody wins. This is it. And it's, yeah. it's about the way some people delegate, isn't it? Where they, they get pressure and then they will push that pressure down to the middle. Well, well, we're not even the middlemen, are we? They'll push it down to the people below them and it's like that chain reaction that is so toxic in teaching is that delegating culture where they're like right you need to get this done now but then you've not I've seen it so many times throughout teaching where you know you get told to do something and then the thing that you have done one isn't even doesn't even get looked at at all or then it's sorted out last minute. So you're thinking, hang on, I went through all this stress to get this done and you didn't even need it right now. This is it. That's why I feel like say no and set, set a time that works yeah. for you and the other person, not just something that works for them. Otherwise, it's not really fair. No, it's true. And I think sometimes... Because, you know, if you're, you know, being female and then also being a black female, you think, if I'm too assertive, us being assertive looks like us being difficult. Having and an attitude. They're having an attitude and, oh, you know, you know, um, you sending an email like that, it's um, aggressive or it's this, that or the other. But I'm done. With, I'm even over that stuff now. I'm just being who I am because, like... We said it's prioritizing you, and if and not only that, you're not in control of how other people perceive yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So, what is the point in me trying to please other people when I'm never going to be in control of how they perceive me? The best thing you can do for yourself is be yourself, and whoever wants to receive you positively will receive you positively. And those who want to find negativity in your assertiveness, mm. good for them. <laughs> Because, I mean, what can you do? Something as long as you're not being rude. Exactly. Yeah, I think as long as you're not being rude. This is the thing, though. There's being rude and then there's being assertive. Because I've worked with people who are assertive, yet respectful. But then I've worked with people who are just rude and crap at their jobs. Basically. So, <laughs> let's be real. This is it. You know? Um, so, yeah, we just... This term... It will go quick, but there'll be moments where they're dragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to end this term with my edges intact. 
<laughs> that's it. That's Amen. it. There was times I just had to look in the mirror to be like, am I just balding? Like, I'm already, I don't have hair. So I'm thinking, this <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Child. Sorry, I'm too much today. But yes, yeah. our listeners, that is it from us today. Thank you.